Okay, so cheers, by the way. It's um, it's freaking Cinco de Mayo, and I'm having an energy. Celsius? <laughs> cheers. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I don't know why this isn't a margarita, but I'll have a margarita okay. later. Can Same. I tell you about those Celsius? They give me an immense amount of energy, like to the point where I, I start to pace back and forth. That doesn't do that to you? Well, here's the thing. I'm new to the Celsius game. I'm actually, I was going to ask you about your routine because you've always been fit and mine because mine is like off and on throughout my life. Okay. So the Celsius, like, I know it's kind of like a newer version of Red Bull, so it's probably trash for our bodies, right? Honestly, it makes me, like, it makes my heart beat so fast. I can't, I, like, I, I couldn't sleep the night. I was like, I didn't realize what it was when I first drank it. I was like, what is this? They had them at my store at Envy. I guess somebody sent some to Envy. So the girls were drinking them and I drank one. I started texting my store manager that night. I'm like, are you like, like feel like you're tripping? She's like, yeah. yeah. It gave me like an immense amount of energy, which I guess is good for some people. But I'm that girl who like, if I have a cup of coffee after 3 p.m., it's on. Like I am not going to bed that night. I like look at the sky until one o'clock in the morning. So I can't drink those kinds of things unless it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. So yeah. So right now it's one in the afternoon and I'm, I mean, I'm having this because like at Shams's birthday, he just turned four. I was not drinking because Tommy was like, Oh, wait until all your friends. Cause I have a lot of friends from Brooklyn that were in that weekend. Oh. And he was like, Let's see if you turn into this like messy bitch once they get into town. Cause I know you drink a lot when they come. And I was like, calm down. No, it doesn't have to be like that. In fact, if you want me to like, just not drink just to show you and like prove it to you. And he was like, yeah, the reason why wasn't random. The reason why he said, don't drink is because in the month of like January, there was like Super Bowl, And like, then there was like a couple other parties that, he said, you take it out on me. Like you're nice to everybody when you get tipsy, but then you become a monster toward me. And he's like, I don't deserve that. I was like, that's not good. Like, obviously that's not good. I feel like alcohol affects everyone differently, right? Like some people, it does make you rage a little bit. It brings out like the worst or I don't know, for some reason, alcohol for me has been like a happy pill. It's almost like swallowing a happy pill. I you almost like you can't piss me off when I'm drunk, which is which is a good thing. But it's so weird. Like I've had producers like not want to hand me alcohol because it has the absolute exact like different effect that they would want it to have, which would be like sloppy and speak your mind. I'm like, you could slap me, but I love you. Like, and I That's just want to touch Jeff. your boobs. Like Jeff Lewis, he's like a very affectionate drunk. When he gets, when he gets tipsy, he'll be like, I love you so much. So for me, what it does is it makes me feel a little sassy, but like a kind of sassy that I think on my day to day, I'm too serious. Like, I feel right. like I'm a little bit too uptight for like the MJ that I want to be. And then when I have like a little white wine, then I would feel like I would turn into this like fun person. But Tommy, because he's not much of a drinker, then like when he drinks, he'll get drunk fast. And it's usually just like with family at like the holidays. And then I've got like a big drunk mush on my hands with him. <laughs> you know? But like, he's a big fat boy. 
Yeah, but like with my girlfriends, I just want to like loosen up and just talk. But like, I love that, like, because, you know, the real you's coming out and like the real you's like Sweden wants to love on people. And, you know, that says a lot, in my opinion. I do. I mean, I, I probably like say stupid things, too. And like, you know, I'm very affectionate. Everyone, all the women say, like, I start grabbing their butts and their boobs because I like butts. I do. I like big butts. I like to squeeze them. So I just. I, but you know what? I would say Joe and I drink more like on the regular, if I'm being honest, like we're, it doesn't affect us like that. We're just like, we're going to dinner. We have a drink. We're, we're home at Sunday, pour the wine. Like we are like daily, like we're more of like, I don't know, like it doesn't affect us. We always have a couple drinks, like in our, if we're not, if we're just home on during the week, obviously, but like if we're home on a Sunday, we're definitely cracking open a bottle of wine for sure. Oh, hell yeah. That's what Sundays are all about. That's the thing with us right now is I used to enjoy drinking with you. For now, I can't. If you show me that you'll be cool with me, I'm like, all right, let me just dry out for a little while, but not officially. Just like also when I was drinking, it was a lot of calories. I don't want that. It is a lot of calories. It is. Yes. But see, I choose a lot of times to drink my calories. So it's like, if we go out to dinner, instead of having the dessert, I want one more glass of wine, you know, like that's what, and I always say that too. I'm like, no, the wine's my dessert. Thank you. And I always, I'll pick. So going back to what you're saying about eating habits and stuff, like I never say no, if we're out to dinner, I'll always, I just don't order a dessert for myself. I always ask everybody like, what do you guys want to, what are we going to do? And I take like three bites and I'm good, you know? Yeah, I mean, portion control, right? Like, yes, huge for me. Yeah, I would rather. So about, I would say my whole life, I've been happy, but always on the thicker side, right? But then at the point I got married on my wedding day, I was pretty happy with my body. Like, you know, on the, always on the thick side, like, you know, how like sometimes you're just attracted to a thicker version or you're not spending enough time like, in I'm not like a volleyball player on the beach that needs to like really worry or scrutinize my body. But when I, when I did the IVF meds, that's when I actually packed on some weight. And then I stayed home with the baby for a long time. And I ended up like eating and being at home and being with a newborn. And that was a lot of women gain weight at that point when they're home. It's honestly, I've seen you can go one way or the other. Some of them get so thin because they, I don't know why, like for me, I got, I was the thinnest I ever was after I had Antonia, like for that year. I don't know why. Um, I guess, cause it was like, I don't know the college drinking I did. Cause I got married so young. I don't know what it was, but I was the thinnest I ever was after Antonia. You can go either way. Cause you're home, you're eating their leftovers. If they don't eat the mac and cheese, you're th- throwing it in your mouth. Right? Like that's what happens. And you can't, there's no babysitters. Like, half the time. It's like, you got to go to the gym. You don't want to leave the baby. You don't want to put the baby in daycare. Your mother can't come over like whatever it is. So you're just like, screw it. I'm just going to sit home, play on the floor with this kid all day and eat. And that's what happens. That's what happened. We, I had mine um, six months before COVID began. And therefore, then it's the whole thing of not being in jeans, not being around other people that'll make you kind of check yourself. So, okay. I just wanted to say formally, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. I'm um, so happy. You came on mine and I loved, I loved when you came on. And so I said, I need to come and talk to you next. I know. Well, first of all, with our podcast, Tommy and I, this is the first time that 
I'm doing it without Tommy. And oh. it's like a it's a him and me show. But he was like, no, go have your girly time and you guys can talk. And he's like, we never, we've never done a Zoom before. So this is like a couple of good firsts. So I just wanted to like, even though we jump right in, and that's a thing, like my husband is from Queens. I've always felt like very connected. I feel like a lot of people probably like feel the warmth from you guys, you know, like it's a culture. Yes. Like, so for anybody that is listening, you and I have probably been like passing each other in the Bravo world for like 12 years or so. But like the first time that we actually really connected is the last BravoCon. Yes, because I feel like I didn't really know you as much. Like I always knew you, right? But I didn't connect with you, right? As much as as the the first one or you said we like passed each other and we didn't really speak I don't remember did we um, I don't know I as far as I know I never really saw you in except for one time which was not even a BravoCon it was um back in the day when we were at a Bravo like thing it was for the advertisers it was like oh a- the upfronts it was probably the up- Yes. I wish they would bring those back, by the way. I loved those. They were so fun. Yeah. That, that was like, I don't know if it's because I was more new to TV then that I thought that was fun because now I would look at it probably like work. But then yeah. I thought they were so much fun because we got to see all the other, like see all you guys and see all the other Bravo celebrities and do the red carpet and get dressed up. And I was like, this is so great. And now I probably would look at it like, oof, day of work right no we were we were also sad when it stopped happening but like that was the one like however long years ago it was it was the first time I ever saw Nene Leakes she was so much taller than me like I came up to her (laughs) and there was like this big carpet that went like for a mile in like yeah yeah and then you and me and um Joe and like 10 plus other people were in an elevator. So that was literally to my memory, the only time I ever saw you. Other oh than my God. So yeah, and it's weird. We connect now and I totally love you. I mean, I always loved you, but I love you. Like, I just feel like you're really a girl's girl. Like even a little bit, we just talk on Instagram or whatever it is. I just like, you're a girl's girl and I, I like you. The thing I was trying to do at last BravoCon when Anthony Lella threw us together in a squash that beef. Um, on oh my stage, God, I can't. Reza was like, you were trying to throw me under the bus because he was just talking shit on a carpet about Sutton and her cat sweater. And so <laughs> Andy, we were like, you and me were on a stage and this is just for the people listening. Um, we're on that stage. Everyone probably already knows about this. And that was out of the furthest thing from my imagination that it was a squash that beef between you and I. I'm thankful for it because here we are. Because now, yes, it ended up like making us connect. And, you know, I'm not really like a beefer. I feel like I'm not one of the beefers on the show, right? Like I'm I'm there for other reasons. I do other things. So I was like, me? When the, when the freaking circle came out and I didn't even know anything you've ever said. I was like thinking in my brain, what did I say about her? What did I say about her? What did I do? What did I say? Like, I was like, you know how you just start to like scramble? Yeah. So I was glad it was you who said something and not me. <laughs> no, I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> it was, it was good. It was good. It was, it was, I don't even know, like, it didn't even matter. I was just like, I don't, 
think that's right, but I'm happy to be here and let's, you know. It was fun. It was, it was, a, it was an innocent squash that beef. I thought we, it was, there was other ones that were much worse. Ours was kind of like a fun one. So yeah, for sure. Um, so now you have, we have another BravoCon coming up in Vegas. Yes. It's not officially announced who's coming. So we'll just wait until it's officially announced, but um, hopefully we'll see each other again. For sure. Just being very clear that we are not breaking any rules with our bosses and we love and respect the, the, uh, you know, the rules, right? The Bravo world. Wait, but, with that being said, do you think there's anyone, so he does squash that beef every single time, right? Have you said anything recently up that you think they would call you up for right now? Like you think they might call you up to squash? Uh, Sandoval, uh, Raquel. I mean, well, the whole world's going to have to get on the stage with Raquel. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've never really been a person that, you know what, a long time ago, I said something about Rinna and she came up to me at the first BravoCon and she's like, I thought you liked me. I thought we were cool. And I was like, all that I said was that I thought it was like one thing that you did in one thing to LVP that was really mean. And like, it ended up being part of like a gang up on LVP. So like, but other than that, I've always taken pride in being a Bravoholic slash Bravo celebrity, right? Like I always talked about the shows passionately, but I never, like, I think you have to be kind of a, a in a low place in life to say something negative about another person. Opinion, sure, when it's over. Right. Like the Sandoval and... Raquel, like I did just watch. Did you see the most recent? Episode? Wait, I know I have to watch it. I, I, I basically you don't even have to watch it anymore because Instagram, like if you miss a show, you're good because Instagram will give you like the three highlights and everybody's comments on it. And it's like all the other stuff in these shows are fluff, right? So there's always like three main parts and they're all over Instagram. So if you want to just watch Instagram the next day and catch up, you totally can. It's insanity. What I also think is insanity is their ratings. Oh my God. Like they're killing it. They really are. I think if I was Bravo, I would be pissed about how much goes on Instagram because sometimes I don't need to watch the show because I see it immediately on Instagram. Like I don't watch it the same night, but as soon as I get home, everyone on the East Coast is all, all the bloggers have already put it up there. Yes. You know, I always think about that with you guys out there on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, they see everything. They see all the opinions. Page six already wrote what they wrote. Like, you guys always get like this second hand where you have to kind of ignore Instagram type thing, right? But it's not it's not like a baseball game or like a sports game that we're like trying to find like don't like my husband will be like, don't tell me the Mets score. I don't want to hear it. La 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 la. Right, right, right. I'm, I was like asking, I was thinking about when we're gonna talk today. And I was like, okay, so Melissa's been in the trenches. You've been in all of the stages of motherhood. I've only known the what I know now, which is up until he just turned four. In the last couple of years, like I've been, thank God, home with him. Now he's starting to end, like now he's going to start kindergarten in a couple of years. So now right. he's able to like turn a page. So I was going to say like when you're at your stage, 
how much like do you feel happy that you have other things to focus on since your kids are not in that infant crawling thing do you think like you would need to have something else or could being like full-time mom also be fulfilling for you Right now, no, I would need more because my kids are older and independent. Like right now, there's maybe just one flying around this house somewhere. The other one's like at his friends. The other one's going to a sweet 16 tonight, picking their outfit. The other one has lacrosse in a little while. Like they're at school all day long. And then they have like an agenda when they get home. So no, the thing with me is I kind of experienced all stages of life with them because even when they were babies and toddlers, don't forget Joey's christening, he was two months old, yeah. that episode, right? So I basically raised them on TV. And now that they're older, and when I say on TV, meaning like I was busy, right? Like I was working. I, And so now... I couldn't imagine just being a stay-at-home mom right now because they're never home. It's like, I'm a, I'm watching my dog Nico on the couch right now. You oh, know, so it's like- Yeah, because also you got married very young. Like- Yes, yes, 25. Married, and you started your family. I mean, when I was 25, I was more than 10 years away from being married. I was living alone in my own apartment. Even when I lived in my um, at home, I was close to my parents. Like- First, you live with your parents, but did you have this phase where you had your own place between marriage and fam like living at home? Yes, I moved out on my own at, oh God, I was pretty young. I was like 20. And I like right after college and like not after college, like during college, I lived on my own and I had roommates and paid rent with roommates. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I met Joe, I was living on my own. So I've always worked like three jobs and did my own thing. So I was like in party mode. Like I would say from 19, 20, 19 to 24, I was in the clubs. I was in like the limelight. I was in New York City, like walking out of the club at 4 a.m. or walking in sometimes. Like, it, it, like I was that girl that I was always out, but I worked three jobs. So by the time I had met Joe... I was like ready to, he was such a family guy. He just wanted to get married and have babies. And and I kind of was like, was, I was ready to, um, but it was young. I was young. If I look back at it now, I would tell Antonia, no, you wait till 30. Like I would say 30 would be a great time to like, not 25. Like you need that five more years to like explore. And you don't, you know, thank God I picked a good one. But a lot of times who a girl's picking at 25, right? is yeah. not who she's going to pick when she's 32 or when, you know what I mean? You're going to, you might be looking for different things at 25 than you are when you're 32. So I think it's risky picking too young. Yeah. Cause you don't know who you are yet. And you, you don't know who you are. You don't really know what you like, you know, it's just one of those things. So, I mean, I obviously got lucky. Joe is a great guy. And we, we both, like I literally got married and I purposely got pregnant two months after I got married. Like I got married in August. I was pregnant definitely by like November. Amazing. So that's one thing is that we do have in common in that timeline is I also got pregnant within four months of the wedding. So, but like, but like, it's, it's really interesting. Like when I look at other people's lives, other women who I admire, and you're obviously one of them, it's because like in the last three, four years, one of the best lessons I've learned for myself is how to um, be my own best friend because we're on lockdown. You're with your kids, you know, your family, you're at home a lot. 
But I also think about all these things like, what do you do when you don't get along with your husband? What do you do when you feel isolated because you're busy being a good mother? You know, a lot, there's a lot of things that you give up when you gain something else. Can you were talking about having all the jobs? What was your very first job? Oh, my very, very first job. I worked on the Seaside Heights boardwalk at the pizza stand. You know, when you see Snooki walking around the boardwalks, like I worked at one of those stands, the boardwalk. I served pizza and churros. Okay. I, my first job was summer of eighth and ninth grade in between. And I was working as a pizza parlor as well. Uh, Mine was eighth, eighth grade, summer of eighth and ninth also. Same. Amazing. So what was your like biggest lesson that you learned from your first job and that whole like your your like favorite memory that you kind of look back on? I always try to remember like the big pretzels. I used to try to sneak them and eat them. Like I would put them down and eat the pretzel. And I would be like, is this technically stealing? I don't know when you're like eating the pretzel every time you're at work. My favorite, I don't know. I just learned that you needed like the schedule. Like there was things I wanted to do or if like there was a party that night, like I hated, it kind of made me grow up because I had to call the guy, the boss who it used to make me shy. I used to want my mom to do it, to tell him that like, I didn't want to go to work that day or like come up with an excuse why I didn't want to go to work as a 14 year old girl. Like I just, like I think learned that you have to like speak up for yourself. Right. And like, I remember you being so shy, like not wanting to tell him, I'm like, mom, can you call him? She's like, nope, she would never do it. That's great that she didn't do it. Now, then when you moved in with Joe as a married woman, what was like one of the first things that you found out about him in living with him that you didn't know like dating and everything. I mean, usually this is like a really cringy thing for me because I keep seeing people say they can't stand like the way their husband chews when they're eating. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. If I had to pick one thing, do you, if he were standing here right now, I always, it, it irks me. And if I'm sitting on the other side of the table, like with couples and we did like the girls together and the boys together, <laughs> And I'm watching him talk across the table or talk this way and his food. And I want to interrupt him and say, excuse me, Joe, swallow that first and then finish your conversation. I swear to God, it drives me insane. I was like, I don't ever remember this about you. Like, I think this is new when, when I see the food in your mouth and you're talking and eating like I think it would have bothered me or maybe I was so freaking young. I didn't even realize. But like, I realize it now, you know. You're like, we must have been in a really loud restaurant or, you know, like this dining room that we're sitting in at home must be a lot more quiet and echoey. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I like- I'm like, why? I'm I, that is definitely my biggest pet peeve, like hands down for sure. It with Joe. Be, it must be a thing. Yeah. I, with everybody. But it's like, obviously he's going to irk me more than anyone else is going to. Right. <laughs> for sure. I for sure think that with Tommy, he was giving me representative a hundred percent when he was still trying to lock it down. I don't think that he kept it real. He tried harder with like my friends, get them to like him. And like, just he he would sit with me. I remember I was getting laser hair removal and (sighs) I'd be like, (laughs) and I'd be like, I've got an appointment. He would come with me and he would put the goggles on and he would sit there and he would watch a game 
now, if my life depended on it, you couldn't get him to come nowhere. Yeah. I mean, and I get it. Like, we're clearly very, very busy. Now we have a zillion things to do, which is like, kind of like what life is now. It's like, we're always racing from one thing and like, always, you know, it's like, yeah. So like, even with friends, with girlfriends, like if a friend that is asking me for like lunch plans midweek, I'll be like, are you crazy? Like who has the luxury to have plans in the middle of a weekday? Like we're, we're struggling to like be a good mom, be on a good routine, like stay fit. Like lunch is, you know, it's, it's a lot of calories or cause I'm like, you were talking about drinking your calories. I definitely had no problem just drinking my calories and wine doesn't make me hungry for food, you know? So like, right. It's a lot. I live for now, quite the contrary. I live for a during the week lunch with my girlfriends. (laughs) Well, live for it. Yeah, because when you, that's what you reward yourself with, right? That's my reward, like during the week, especially, but you'll see, like when all your kids are in school, you're going to want to go to lunch with your girlfriend. And no matter what, we always have, like, a, I have a Cosmo or whatever it may be, but like, just order the salad, order a salad. Even if it's just a salad, it's just to like, get out, you know? I think I'm going to do that today. One of my girlfriends from Newport is coming. We're going to have to do something because she's yes. uh, she's not married. She doesn't have kids. So we have to, obviously we get to do something that's not momish, but right. you know, like that's part of like the the whole struggle is like, I am trying so hard to do everything that I just feel like it's a reward that I don't get that often. But, you know, it's like at the end of the day, like we still, like you said, like you, my kid, my, my son, he's only in school for three hours a day. So when he, when he comes back, it's he, they want to do everything with you. Right. Of course. But MJ, you're going to learn like your time you're going through that stage, right? So you have to, we all put our time in. I put my time in where I couldn't go to lunch. I couldn't get my nails done. You you put your time in, right? And then when that phase passes, but are you going to have more? Are you done? Are you having more kids? We don't know. Yeah. Tell me, are you looking at the time? No, I'm, te- I'm sorry. My son's texting me. I'm just telling him I'm on a Zoom. Can you still see me? We can. Yeah, I can totally see you. You can text him. Okay. I think I put it back. Can you see me? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, it didn't even it didn't even change as a matter of Oh, okay, good. I didn't know how that worked. I'm like, I don't I never did this before. I'm gonna text during the Zoom, but let's see how this goes. Well, okay, I always good. thought that yeah, I always thought that like we need to be in person to like connect, but like yours was good because I don't like to do podcasts at all. Like you with, don't, you don't do them? Well, I didn't know that. I just think it's so tell I me. I don't need the headache of like getting comfortable. What if I say something? Then I have to walk away. I know. I know. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I, because I'm on a big podcast company, they kind of push you to do them because it's good, like for you to be like cross promoting, yada, 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 whatever it is. But I'll be honest with you. Every time I do one, I say something or, you know, it, someone asked me something that I wish I didn't answer. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what did that do for me? Like, why did I do yeah. that? <laughs> Exactly. And it's always just like, why do I even waste my time? I took an hour out of my day. I'm totally. mad at it anyway. Like, yeah. and, and that's, you know, I started to get like that with press, even with Bravo, because, and they know me, like they don't reach, Bravo does not ask me to do press unless it's like something legit, because I'm like, don't call me with all these little, 
mags and this and that. I don't want to talk to anyone because I they twist what I say. The headline is always something that's like I have zero desire to even discuss, but like it's always the dumbest headline I've ever seen. And I'm always like, I wasted my time for 20 minutes talking to that reporter for me to hate the article. Yeah. It's like, why do you do my makeup for you? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like your stomach tells you because whenever I'm done, my stomach is in knots. I'm like, what the fuck was that for? What did I get right. out of this shit? Like, I didn't need this headache. And so, right. And you didn't feel like that with mine, did you? Did no. you feel like that with mine? Okay, Not good. at all. And that's why, right. I, yeah. And I, I hope that you feel the same way just from our report. Yeah, of course. I know. We're having girl but talk. I like. The reason why I know that when you, if you take anything that you say or anything that I say and you put it in a print, there's no emotion behind it. Everything sounds evil. Like it just sounds. It does. It's like the text messages that just come off wrong type of thing. It just, it's whatever. And the way people pull headlines or the clips or whatever it is, I just, I'm like, trust me, I do the the least amount possible also. Yeah. It's funny because when I saw what I follow Andy, obviously, Father Andrew Cohen, when I saw his IG he was like, I just went off on Melissa in a way that I've never gone off on anybody, any housewife in my life in the history of time. Wait, when did he say this? Right after um, the, reunion? the reunion. Yeah, he, he said it on the air or and or on his Instagram. I You know, because I'm a big radio Andy person. No, I know. I saw that. But he, I don't think he said he went off on me. I know it wasn't me. It was oh, not me. So, oh, so <laughs> he said I went off on somebody else like I've never gone off well, in my he, whole life. He had to apologize to Teresa because he screamed at her like he's never screamed at her before. It wasn't me. It was Teresa. Uh-huh. And okay. then he proceeded to say that talking to us, he felt like like basically like he felt like he was arguing with toddlers all day. And, and I have to agree with him. And that also wasn't like, I just can't, reunion is crazy, MJ. It's it's a different reunion, even for Jersey, that we've never had before. It's crazy. I'm caught up. I saw the last episode that aired. And then is your reunion is coming right after this next week? No. So there's two more episodes and then the reunion. Okay. Well, no, there's two more episodes. So there's one more, then there's the finale, then Teresa's wedding episode, and then the reunion. Okay, so did Teresa, her wedding is the is in this season? It's in our season, yeah. They just kind of tack it on like the day, the week after our finale. It's the um, week after our finale, and then our reunion comes. Do you feel like now that all of that is done, that you're able to say like, okay, I'm done filming, or do you feel like you're still in that headspace that you're like in it still? I feel like it's because we're still airing. I haven't been able to like chill and clear the slate yet. Once the reunion episodes are done airing, they give us that little break. And then I'll feel like, okay, I get to chill. But right now, I mean, even today I was on the phone with Bravo PR because, you know, 
other people's camps try to put out bullshit all day long. And it's like, Bravo has to intervene and tell it, this is not true, guys. Why are you saying this? I mean, this literally just happened right before I spoke to you today. That's why I had to be 10 minutes late. Like, because Bravo has to like kill false stories that like people even say about me most of the time. And they're just like, where are you getting this from? <laughs> you know? Yeah, because when I when I see things, being on both sides of it, I feel like I can sniff that out, you know, like I'll read something. It's, you yeah. know exactly where it comes from as soon as yeah. it gets put out. Always was, on, on all shows, not just all, like on everybody's show. The second you read it, you're like, well, so-and-so definitely put that article out, you know? Especially because there was the one that said like your store closed, the one that you just switched locations. Oh was, God, like, the rumors about... Yeah, right. the rumors about me lately, MJ, are next freaking level. Like if I told you some of the <laughs> shit, no, it's actually getting a little weird at this point. Like my daughter just got the car on the show. They're like, it's repossessed. She oh, doesn't man. have it. What? Like where does he even like broke or repossess? Where does that even like come from when we're actually the oldest we've ever been, the most successful, like everything's opposite right of whatever they say like where does that come from someone said my child is not joe's <laughs> I, oh my God. I swear i don't even like get mad at that because it's so fucking stupid right I, I i if i even told you like the half of it that my stores closed down this that my store's like thriving better than ever it just never ends you know it's like crazy it feels like somebody is going deep in a closet of shit that's not relevant to the present time and it looks like some bone collector that's digging and it always comes up as bs because you know like if somebody wants to believe something bad about me they already don't like me and they're just looking for more reasons right i've learned that because i used to want to like argue with these people and be like what are you saying? And then I'm like, no, 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 no. They want to hate me. So they're trying to find reasons to hate me. So if someone hates you, let them hate you, right? Like, let them go. Like, go ahead, go, go on with your bad self. Like, don't even try to like change their mind because it's like, let them be who they are and it's not worth it. That's what I've learned. I always love when I see like, the one, the the Bravo people who go to an island while the end of the season is airing. And I'm like in town dealing with all the shit. Somebody <laughs> else doesn't even have Wi-Fi. They just had somebody post their picture. They're on a beach, like the Corona bottle ad where it's like just their toes in front of the water. I'm like, that's what I should be motherfucking doing. Like, why am I here? Why am I here? Why? Why am I here right now? Like well, the truth is like the reason why we're home is because when you do have so much of your focus on the show I mean I always felt like this like I'm falling behind on the non-show stuff you know because right. when, when you're like running after your production schedule there's a whole other life that you have to maintain that doesn't you know get seen and attend intended to like a pile of mail or something that doesn't right happen. It's like, and you know, it's funny that you say that too about the bone collector, because like, that's what I notice. like any haters of mine, or if they're like tree fans, whatever it may be, they go into the box, they go into Pandora's box and they just start digging. And they're like, look, 17 years ago, yeah. Melissa said, and I'm like, Jesus, it's almost like, it's like insanity. And I'm like, does anyone have anything 
relevant within the last 12 months, possibly 24 months? How about 36 months? Anyone? Anything? Like, no, it's it's got to be old, old, old shit that nobody would ever know or verify. Or, I mean, that's that shows you the level of desperation when somebody has to go that far back and that deep. And then there's no one to fact check because, like, the people who've known us the longest are not going to step up and be like, that's not true because they're not on the show. They're not, you know, on the payroll. It sucks. It it sucks. I mean, you know that Reza and I went through it a lot and thank God we're both in such a better place because you just don't want, like, cause like when we were, okay, when I first started doing TV, reality TV, it was a lot more like the newlyweds, like Nick and Jessica and like, you know, like the- My favorite. Films, you know? Yeah, like remember, like the Osbournes, we were just funny, and you were just sitting. Yes. Well, how did this happen? drama all start? The, the funny reality TV was the best, right? Yeah. Like, yes. And how we, did we get so drama? I don't know. That's and then it's yeah, that's the thing. It's it started to change into all the funny stuff gets cut, and the serious, really, really, really serious stuff. Like Jen Shaw gets arrested. Yeah. It's like it's not a season without a grand jury and federal indictment. Like it's everything is everything gets so much more intense. And then we also get caught up in it because your life kind of turns into the edit that made the air instead of what you really lived. And I really honestly, it's trauma bond. Like, uh, is it when your mind forgets because? you're tra traumatized. So I myself forget what really happened. And I start to believe it the way the show aired it. I, you start to wonder. And that's the thing too. Like I used to get mad. I'm like, we had such a long scene and it was so fun. And like, that's what you picked to put in. That's the, that's the four minutes of that you chose. Like, it's just baffling to me, but I guess they know what they're doing. Right. Well, that's why we have to be extremely connected with like the people that are our real ride or die they're really with us like Tommy always would ground me if even though he also got really emotionally like destroyed by it um right. but like when you have the people like you know um Brandon Liberati like I know you know my guy that does my hair when I'm yeah Yes. My friends that are also like in my life that remember everything, they have like the memory of an elephant. And they'll be like, that's not what happened. This is not what happened, babe. Like, so then I'm like, oh yeah, thank you. Thank God. Thank God. Like, I'm so grateful for those people. You know? I love that you say that. My hairdressers too. And my makeup artists too, that like hear yeah. and see everything. They remind me because I yeah. forget. Yes. I forget. You get sucked in. You get yes. sucked in. You get sucked in and like you start to believe a different reality than what it actually even was. Cause that happens to me a lot too. And it's weird. It's like the glam people who are always around you or your friend, they remind you. I had my girlfriend give me some tips. So she was like, no, Melissa, remember you didn't do that, Melissa. Like you did this. And I was like, oh my God, I did. I forgot. It's crazy. They're like helping you. It's your sanity, helping you remember like, Okay, this is who I am. And now we are making TV, but it didn't used to be that way. What we were making used to be a little bit more fun and fact-based. And now it's becoming like soap opera, but like just the most dramatic, you know? For sure. It's just, it's a different world. It's a different, 
it's a different sell. Like, I don't know. I love the quirky, funny. I could watch that all day long, but that's, you know, that's just me. I don't know. Well, I mean, you were saying how crazy it was with v- VPR being so crazy uh, with the ratings, but it's because, I, of, yeah, it's because of the, the high level. Of- well, listen, a cheating scandal. Everyone loves a cheating scandal, right? It's like people love it. And they caught so much of it on lying in like, on camera and it was crazy how they got it on camera it's because we knew both personalities it wasn't like she cheated with some mystery guy or he cheated with some mystery girl it was a girl that we all knew so it makes it so intense and so much bigger you know yeah it was you're gonna watch this when you when you catch it whenever you decide to see it which i heard it was crazy yeah because because lala was standing in front with um Sandoval, Lala, Sandoval, and Ariana. Okay. Lala's like, why'd you tell her that you couldn't get a ride? You were standing right next to the ride. I was standing right there. You chose not to get in the car. And then Ariana's like, you told me you didn't see him leave because you were taking a shit. And he was like, caught, just caught, just caught red handed. And he just kind of went and shrugged his shoulders. So everyone, I mean, this is, you know like he's caught yeah he, 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 and that's not even the finale i mean anyway i know yeah. <laughs> people have such strong opinions on all of this and i actually i can't believe how like listen i've seen cheating scandals before right like there's definitely been th- this one is like next level the way that we're also involved and every move like i've never in a million years and vanderpump is something that hasn't been on the air right for so long so i was just in shock how like everybody was in everybody was like all in and they just came back isn't this like their first season back or something i don't know how long their break was to be honest like it I'm was long it was long everybody break. went and got pregnant and had babies <laughs> yeah and they're still having babies um what I did wanted to say, <laughs> what I've been some wanted to say. Uh, what did ha- happen? What I thought <laughs> I happened. I do want to come to New York and slash Jersey. I do want to hang out with Joe and you and Tommy and everybody. I would love that. We would have a nice little kiki. Yeah, I think it would be fun because I was just, one of the things that I just saw was there was a video where like Dolo gives a look and I just tagged Dolores and she was, and like all these people came in and were like talking about the look that she had on her face without saying any words. And it was like, you know, whenever I talk to her, she keeps it 100. And when I speak to you, it's like, there's so many levels to relate. Like Tommy is Irish Italian and Dolo's now with this Irish, you know, I don't know. What's his name, Brian? What's his name? Um, Paul, Polly. Yeah. I'm from the East Coast. Nobody remembers that. I don't expect anybody to because, of, you know, doing a show based on like Beverly Hills. But I, I forget that all the time. I, I don't I, think I need. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, it's like, but I do feel like connected to you guys because I picked a guy from Queens. I'm pointing over there because his office is that way. And I can hear <laughs> voice right now um, calling us with the su- with my son in the background, also howling for us. So and you got him to move to L.A. He moved to um, L.A. 10 year, about 10 years before I met him, I think. Give oh, OK. So he didn't move there. He's from Queens, but he didn't move here to live with you. Nope. We met on the app that geotagged us living close to each other 
And yeah, that was, and it was all, see these apps, they work, man. You wouldn't like, you don't, they work. It's crazy. But I'm so old school. I'm like, I would need to be sitting next to someone in a bar and like bat my eyes and think they're hot and feel attraction. But like nowadays, like you don't need that. Like this, these apps do it. Did Dolo get set up with Paul? Was it like an yes. set up? Yes, there was a mutual friend that was like an interior designer that they were both friends with and they were like, set them up on a date and the rest is history. That's very lucky. I don't know anybody that can meet like that anymore. I mean, I don't know how people do it these days. Like he and I met seven years ago. So it's like, I'm already like the way that he and I met, maybe it's outdated. Maybe it's the way it happens nowadays. We've been so out of the game for so long that like, I don't even know how to function as a single or like how people do it. I mean, no, I live vicariously through like my hair and makeup people because they seem to all be single and they'll tell me, I'm like, how'd your date go? Is she like, this guy's a freak. I get so into it. I want to hear every single detail and like what they ate because like, I feel like I got married so young that I'm like, I don't know if I ever really dated as an adult. Like I'm an adult now. Right. But like as 25, yeah, you're an adult, but not, you know? So I'm like, I don't even know how I would like handle someone taking me out to dinner or what I would be interested in hearing about right now as a, as a 40 year old. Right. It's like, yeah, you're, 20, I don't know. 25 is a baby. You, I was far from being responsible. I would just sell a house and go to a party. And that was the only thing I was in. Sell a house, take the money, go to the party. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. If I don't get to have dinner with you in and Joe, and hopefully he won't hold the um the squash that beef against me because it was bullshit anyway. <laughs> and I think I was just being a good sport to even own it. <laughs> right. Right. But um yeah, like if I don't see you this summer or hopefully at any time that you come to LA we're going to keep in touch this episode comes out on Monday in a couple of days god willing assuming that we recorded <laughs> no um, i think you're recording because i see the little word record up top so i think we're doing good no but we should definitely like we'll have a bravocon moment for sure we'll get we'll, i'm sure we'll all be at the same hotel or whatever i'm sure it'll be there we'll all be there so we'll do something. We're definitely going to have drinks, dinner during BravoCon for sure, yes. if not before. Well, I'm going to think about you tonight when I have my grown-up girls' night out. I'm going to be like... Oh, I'm so oh. jealous. Have so much fun. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo girls' night? Cinco de Mayo girls' night. So if I see you, I want to see you in New York. BravoCon is not in New York, and it's not until November. I know. So, it's a long time away. Just wanted to straighten to clarify that. But when you come to New York, text me. Let me know you're in the area because I'm in New York constantly. New New York, New Jersey, it's like right here. So you just text me, and if I'm in, if I'm around, we'll meet. We'll have dinner. We'll make the men. Do you have any business out in LA ever? If it's not, I mean, so I used to work with a couple companies that would fly me out every three months to LA, but lately I don't work with them anymore. So lately, not as much. I feel like Bravo used to send me out there to do like some commercials and promo shoots and things like that. Um, But the last time you had a full on television commercial with Fat Fit Fun, you had a lot of really good play. Like whenever I would see the amount of ads that, Brav, I was like, good for her. That Thank might you. be that might be why people might have become very envious. You know, yeah, because- I've done well with that platform. I would say, like, I've done a lot of big names and a lot of big things. 
um, for the advertising and stuff like that. So that's, I would say that was like one of the best things that have come out of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I've, I've worked with amazing brands, you know, and I still do work with some, with some really good brands, but thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. The, the, like I put a thing out onto Instagram this morning to ask you, um, like, what would you like to ask Melissa? There was only one question that I was going to ask you. I forgot what it was. I'm going to see if, if I see it very quickly or not. Um, Go ahead. You probably had haters. You probably had a mix of everything. A quick question about the new cast. You love them. Do you like them? Yes. Um, I do think they fit really well with our show. I mean, I like some more than others. I know one better than I know the other one. The one that's like a part-time Jen Fessler, she's hysterical. I think she's awesome for the show. Um, (laughs) Here's the thing with new girls. And I think everyone would contest to this. You don't really get to know them until their second season, right? Because I feel like when you first meet them, you're getting very surfaced, like, First of all, they're all fans of the show when they first come on. And Teresa and I have been in the game for a really long time. So, and and I'm not discounting that, but that's what it is. There's no one in Jersey who hasn't seen the show yet, right? So they know what they're stepping into. So it's kind of like that first season, they need to get their feet wet a little bit. Bravo rolls them out slowly, lets you just learn who they are, where they come from, what their kids' names are. They don't get like that down and dirty yeah. in the beginning. So I always get more excited to see who they are season two. Yeah, because they basically get, uh, with my show, they would always get a really good first season cut. Like they would oh, be put up on a pedestal and then the more- I would say they want them to come in more liked so that you're not like, ew, hate yeah. these new girls, get them out of here. They want you to kind of connect. And then their second season, it's like, here you go, girls, show us who you really are. Exactly. Well, it was amazing to Kiki with you. I you too. Giving me your Friday afternoon and I hope you have a great night. And I hope Thank I- you. I love that I'm your first one without your hubby. See, we just had like a little girl time. I like it. I know the girly girl time. Um, send my love to the family. We will be tuning into the remaining episodes of New Jersey and we will be rooting for you guys to all have love, strength, healing. I know you guys got to entertain us, but you know, I'm going to be, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be like just keeping our vibes as positive as possible so that you can have, you know, a great summer. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I love talking to you too. And definitely text me if you're in New York and I will shoot you a text if I'm in LA for sure. Amazing. Okay. Happy single to Mayo. Have the best night with your girlfriends. I'm jealous. (laughs) You too, hon. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.